Welcome to Songs and Stories, the not-for-musicians-only music podcast. Hey there, everybody. Welcome once again to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is Songs and Stories, episode number 149. Nice to be back. I almost <laughs> didn't get one of these out in August, but I did now. It's September, so it's it's nice to be here. And as always, um, nice to have you downloading and streaming or somehow finding this podcast series and listening in. I really appreciate it. I wanted to, um, before we get started in the interview today, tonight, whenever you happen to be listening, um, we're going to be talking to somebody I've wanted to have an audience with for a long time, and I'll talk about her in just a few minutes. But really quick, I'm coming off the end of a busy summer, playing mainly locally in the Santa Cruz and Monterey Bay areas, and a bunch of shows solo and with people and with the trio with Steve Critcher that I do, just a whole bunch of really cool different things. And been really fortunate to have a run of new songs lately. And uh, if you uh, are so inclined to check out the new one, I mentioned, I mentioned this a while back. But I have a song about corporate speak and business speak. I took all of that nonsense language that people use in the corporate workplace and wrote a love song called Best of Breed Romance. And I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I entered it into the uh, the Guitar Center American Songwriter contest that you can find on my website if you go to michaelgaither.com m-i-c-h-a-e-l-g-a-i-t-h-e-r.com and uh, on the right hand side there's a little image from me playing that on k-pig radio recently and if you click that i get a point in the pot in the contest and you can forward it to your friends if you'd like to i i normally don't do those badger your friends and have them click on this link and watch your song kind of contest but i really like the song and all the new material that's coming out of that idea sort of the, the flip side of my starlight record which was nostalgia small town this is more technology and modern times and, and this song kind of centers all of that material so if you want to go to the website look there on the top right click on the song i get a point and i hope you get a few laughs out of it too Fall's looking to be busy. We've got the American River Music Festival coming up next weekend. I get to host the Songwriter Showcase on Friday, and we've got a big, fun weekend of uh, music up at uh, Lotus, Coloma, California, in the hot sun next to a very cold river, so it should be a lot of fun. All that information is on my website, on my calendar page. And then, as a preview, coming up um, kind of late next month in October, I'm doing a show for Snazzy Productions. I've never gotten booked by Snazzy before, and I'm very excited about it. I'm going to be splitting a bill with Amy Rigby, a really quirky, great New York songwriter who I've been a fan of for a long time. So we're going to split the bill up at Don Quixote's in Felton, California on Sunday, October 18th. And all that information is on my website. So have a look if you're so inclined. Meanwhile, back on the podcast, we're going to be talking to someone today who I've really been a fan of for a long time and really have been trying to get an audience with for quite a few years. Cozy Sheridan is the the guest on our show today. Cozy Sheridan, C-O-S-Y-S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N.com is where you can find her. And she's been recording and teaching for a long time, I think about 20 years. Her latest record, Pretty Bird, is her 12th release, if I counted right on the website. We're going to hear a couple of cuts from her last couple of CDs. 
we tried to talk a couple of years ago when she played a house concert. It didn't work out. Timing is always really the challenge of doing these. And then about a year ago, she was playing at the True Wind concert series in Campbell. I was playing down the road on a, on a radio station, and we couldn't meet then. So uh, she was coming back from the California Music Camp in, at the end of July this year. And so we met on Santa Cruz before she did a show at the Ugly Mug. And we got to talk for about 10 minutes before she rushed off to sound check. But it was great to finally get a little time with Cozy and, and ask her a few questions and be able to like spread the word about this great music she makes. Uh, and speaking of folk camps, she'll be in Moab, Utah, where she spent many years. She'll be back there the first weekend of November at her running her annual Moab Folk Camp right before the Moab Folk Festival. So all that information is on her site and on mine under the section for Songs and Stories 149. She really is just one of the best. I mean, she's a great guitar player, great songwriter. And in fact, the, the, the records I've been listening to of hers lately, that since that interview, I just... just just enthralled by how just great the lyrics are, the clean rhyming, and how just damn clever they are. She'll write these beautiful, you know, pondering songs, and then these just really, really funny songs, too. In fact, at the show, we were just rolling over laughing at some point. She's just really, really good. I'm going to give you a taste of that, and then we're going to talk to Cozy outside of the Ugly Mug. Let's hear a couple of things. Um, I'll play the full track because it's kind of a short interview. We're going to hear Do You Love the Life You Made? That's off Solo Songbook, her release before the current one. And Solo Songbook is a solo record, obviously. And you can actually buy the, the tab and the chords to go with it. So I'll link that up into the, the podcast notes. Let's hear that. And let's hear the title track off her newest CD, Pretty Bird, and then we'll talk with Cozy Sheridan outside of the Ugly Mug in Soquel, California, just below Santa Cruz. Smash the dishes in the kitchen, the altar in the cage. Why not have a life that gets up off the page? Open up your mouth, sing your most fervent hope How much of your life will you stuff down your throat? Everything unravels Everything will fade Do you love the life you made? It's a risk and a leap Ooh. 
certain tree I will make my nest You can write to me at this address I'll be there and then I'll be gone No matter where we live, we all move on Make me a raven's wing When the desert is a beautiful thing We got birds. Birds is good. We'll get some traffic. Well, nice to see you again. Nice to see you. Thank you for doing this. Sure. We talked about it a couple. I think we talked about it at Marky's house. That didn't happen. Then we talked about it last. Last fall, you were out. It was out in November. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. And we could. I was doing a radio thing, and you were doing a sound check. Right. Yep. Yeah. I tend to come out in November. It just seems to work because I'm in Utah. It does keep coming to the West yeah. Coast works. Utah's pretty. I just spent a weekend in um, Idaho. At a workshop, which was oh, fun. Oh yeah, but that was Nancy's. Nancy's, yep. yeah, love yep. Nancy. I wrote seven songs in a week. Good. And five are keepers, which was nice. Wow, I great. Just, I was kind of in a dry spell and sat in a cabin and stared at a river and 
wrote songs. It was yeah, wonderful. That's it was fabulous. I might have to do more of that. So, so for, so for people that don't know, you're, you're a great songwriter. I've been listening to you for years. Describe your music a little bit. It's very eclectic, I think. Yeah. Um, it's definitely singer-songwriter, whatever that sort of Americana, you know, percussive guitar. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting because I'm about to teach a class I'm calling Americana guitar based on sort of, you know, that sound that Sean Colvin really made. Yeah. Right. So my, but my music, I, you know, I have open tunings, I do stuff. My, it's very, my songwriting is very intricately tied to my guitar. Mm-hmm. But my, but the the flavor of the songs tends to change. I play some stuff that I think people would call uh, standard folk music sounding things. You know, mm-hmm. a waltz about the thing that's happening in three chords with a little two five change. Mm-hmm. And then um, I do a lot of stuff in open tunings that's a little more uh, upbeat and driving. I've done a lot of songs based on myth, so I'm sort of a little bit known for that. I did a mm-hmm. show called The Pomegranate Seed, all about the journey of Persephone as uh, for women with eating disorders. I have an entire CD song cycle about Psyche and Eros, about relationships. So I I've done a lot with one. myth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I'm tend to, tended to people to often describe me as a very personal songwriter. I tend to write about what's really happening for me, and I don't change a lot of the facts, mm-hmm. which is not always popular with the people who have been, you know, in, yeah. intimately involved. With it. But what I love doing is feeling something. And when I write, mm-hmm. if I can feel it, then I feel like I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah. That's the creative thing I want to do. Yeah. I've kind of found that the made-up stories just, for me, aren't as much fun to sing sometimes. I, I, I can't even do it. I can't yeah. even write the song. I can't get that far. So. <laughs> and I've done stuff that people have considered weird. You know, I have these things called the Chronicles of Our Heroine, Chlamydia, which is my alter ego about women and aging. So mm-hmm. I also have other stuff that you don't necessarily feel it, but some people don't want to hear that. So Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And I wanted to ask you, we were talking about this earlier, but um, talk about your last project before the solo song book. Had you done a solo record before? Because that's the one that I just, I found it this morning and I just basically listened to it over and over all day long, so it's in my head. Oh, good. Yeah. I did it um, in 2013. Uh-huh. I had just become single. I'd had this long 20 year relationship with another musician and I yeah. I was single and I wanted to do something that was just me. Yeah. I was writing songs. I kind of thought I might have followed that. Yeah. yeah. I was writing songs for the next CD, but I hadn't finished them yet. Yeah. And uh, I kind of wanted to say, here I am, this is me as a, uh-huh. and, and I feel that my guitar playing is. You know, something that often people come to hear. Uh-huh. And at the same time, I'd had people ask me to do a songbook of how to play my songs. Oh, okay. So there is a songbook that goes There is a with, songbook. There's a songbook that goes with the CD. I don't happen to have any with me tonight. Um, but all of the songs on the CD are in compiled in, there's lead sheets with chord charts uh-huh. and what tuning I'm in and what, how many capos I'm using. And those oh, kind of nice. I have to order that. Uh-huh. Nice. And the new project is? The, it, it came out in 2014. Uh, okay. Pretty Bird, which I'm very proud to say Sing Out listed it as one of the great CDs of oh, 2014. Congrats. I was nice. very I was pleased about that. And that was a, a, a fairly personal CD all about the end of my uh, relationship with uh, TR, who mm-hmm. I live with and we've toured, and then moving to Boston. And then uh, very tragically, he became very ill and right. died as I was writing it. Wow. So it also ended up becoming about you know saying goodbye to a relationship and saying goodbye to a person. Yeah. So uh, it was sort of a big lot of story. It's very personal, but I feel that my writing, I like the writing on. Uh-huh. So. That's what matters too. And you spend a lot of time teaching. I do. I spend a lot of time in the summers, mostly teaching. Uh-huh. And TR and I have. Is it, more, is it more of a seasonal thing, or is it is it's kind of where you gravitate towards? Or is it summer? It's kind of seasonal. Yeah. Um, yeah, adult music camps usually in the summer because right, people, people are often are right. on vacation. Um, I happen to have started a camp in the fall, which right. is not in the summer. 
and there are stuff in the winter. I teach at a Cape Cod songwriters retreat for David Roth in January. So, uh-huh. and there's uh, something in Florida I used to do in February. So it's not all in the summer, but yeah. by and large, a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. And um, what brings you back to teaching? I love it. Yeah. I just love it. Um, it's it uh, satisfies some part of myself that you know might have had more expression if I hadn't become a musician, a uh-huh. songwriter. Right. Um, I love helping people. I feel like I'm doing a good thing. Yeah. And it's amazing to watch, uh, usually an adult, um, find their own creativity and learn how that they have this amazing thing inside themselves that they really have a lot to say that they didn't know and they're very, it's just amazing to discover your own creativity and I'm often there sort of helping it happen. I'm just facilitating. It's already kind of there. You're just kind of nudging it along. I'm just opening the door. And yeah. they, 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 they think there's all, they have to build a house. And I say, no, you already have a house. Just right. open the door. Right. You have it. Somebody interviewed Sharon, a local songwriter, a few years ago. She's like, I don't have any stories. I go, yeah, you do. I knew, who she, I knew her. So I go, yeah, you do. I don't have any stories. And she ended up, it became like an hour plus of material. Because right. it's like, you have a story. Everybody has a story. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's great. I love teaching songwriting. And I'll, I also teach guitar, I which I enjoy. It's a lot of fun, yeah. It's very rewarding. It's yeah. incredibly rewarding. Very personal. And I teach a certain sort of songwriting, which I tell people, you know, I'm not going to be teaching you how to write, sell a song in Nashville. I'm helping you write a song that expresses something you want to express. Yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. And I, I, I wonder, if, too, if, you know, writing that personal type of song kind of what I do with the stories is you, you, you want to you want to kind of connect with people and teaching you you pretty much do that too right oh yeah it's very you, you look at contactful yes it is very yeah. much that way yeah nice mm-hmm. nice I don't have any more questions I wanted to chit chat um, well I'll tell you that I have this camp in Moab talk about that the Moab I run camp. in November oh, so because right, I taught right. for so many years and I've taught at the California Coast Music Camp here mm-hmm. Um, California and I'm going to go up to the Puget Sound Guitar Workshop in the Northwest and I love those camps and I've taught in the East at a number of camps and I loved it so much that when Tierra and I were living in Moab in uh, 2006 and 7 we started thinking how we could have a camp there Mm because we'd taken some fans to Ireland and we came back and Tierra said you know Moab's got to be a lot of fun Moab's beautiful why don't we just have people come here and so the idea was we'd start it and we would now of course I've moved back to Boston so it's not quite that way anymore but this is its seventh year we have five or six uh, or seven teachers each year and about I saw the 40 line students. Like, wow. Yeah. Yep. Brooks Williams this year. Kara uh, Luft, who started the Whalen Jennies. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Penny Nichols, an amazing uh, voice teacher mm-hmm. who's about to get a Best of the West award right. at Far West. Right. Um, and I teach songwriting. Um, so we have it every year in Moab, Utah, which is just this glorious place. And it's right before the Moab Folk Festival, which happens that we have our camp. Uh, Sunday night through Friday morning, and then mm-hmm. all weekend they can go to the festival. It's, it's a lot of fun. That'd be a really fun road trip to stake out for next year. Moab is a, is a glorious place. It's yeah, beautiful. I've never seen. I, we've been through Utah once on the way to um, a friend's wedding, and we mean to go back and just take it in. Um, I took in a small pit of, bit of Idaho, and I'm like, I got to see more of this part of the country. And the southern part of Utah is the Red Rock country, and it'll blow yeah. your mind. It's just, it's like the moon. It's beautiful. Wow. Talking about tunings a little bit, can you talk a little bit about? Do certain turn at least for you? Do, do certain tunings? I've been talking all day at the day job. Do certain tunings dictate a certain type of song for you, or does it kind of just depend on what you're you kind of hear when you're sort of noodling? Um, Is there sort of a way of do. generalizing that? I'm actually going to say I'm going to go with choice A. Okay. They do kind of dictate it a bit, but.
but I might kind of know I have this sort of idea for the song or a couple of phrases. Which is why you pick that tuning, maybe? And I might pick that tuning. For instance, I use open G with a drop C, oh. and I know that that's going to sort of feel this way. Right. Um, and I use dad gad, and the open G with a drop C, I know I'm going to tend to do a more emotional, slower song. I'm probably mm -hmm. not going to do something driving in that. Personally, other people, like Steve Boffman, could probably play anything in open G with a drop C, but me, I need... Yeah. And then I do a lot of stuff in Dad Gad that I consider more percussive, a little more, um, it's got a little bit of a darker quality it can. Mm -hmm. um, and then I use open capos, I mean uh, partial capos that right. create this sound, and that makes an even entirely different sound that, I mean, I know that if I put a capo on the second fret, and, I, and, and then on the fifth fret, and I leave an E uh, open, and then I put a partial capo on the two more above that, I know that if I put my fingers here, I'll get this sound. And, mm -hmm. It originally, it was how to get lost on the guitar. That's yeah. what I did all those things for. And now, yeah. it's how to get a different sound, and I already kind of know what the sound is, and I'm kind of aiming at it. So you're trying to find it. Find mm -hmm. it. I still like head. the mistakes, though. Yeah, that's, mistakes that's are where the a lot of the... Part. I, was, I was working on something, and you know, I, I slid up to a, a step by mistake, and I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. You know, then you pretend you did it on purpose, and people go, wow, right. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mistakes are brilliant. You just do it over and over and over again. He, he must mean to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yep. Nice. Yep. Well, cool. Well, good talking to you, finally. Thank you for doing this, Michael. I really yeah. enjoyed it. We'll get it together, put up some songs, and uh, looking forward to the show tonight. Thank you. Thank you very much. And CozySheridan.com? CozySheridan.com, C-O-S-Y, Cozy Sheridan. Yep. And I'll spell that out on the podcast notes. Thanks. In fact, I'll spell it out right now. C-O-S-Y-S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N. Dot com. Um, also, if you're looking around on the interwebs, Moab Folk Camp is M-O-A-B-F-O-L-K-K-A-M-P.com. That's where you'll find Cozy the first week of November in the beautiful Red Rock country of Moab. I need to get out there again. Uh, so that was Cozy Sheridan. Before we go, I want to—I think I'll throw in one more song. I mentioned how funny she is, too. Besides being a great guitar player in many different tunings and a great teacher, she's also just wickedly funny. So... I'll do my closing comments, and I'll leave you with something more on the humorous side from Cozy. Uh, once again, coming up next weekend is the American River Music Festival in Coloma, Lotus, California. You can find that at AmericanRiverMusic.org. I'll be at Don Quixote's in uh, Felton on October 18th with um, Amy Rigby, a very cool songwriter who I'm looking forward to seeing and splitting the bill with. That's Sunday, October 18th. Those are on my site. And again, Cozy's site, C-S-O-Y-S-H-E-R-I-D-A-N. Dot com with 12 releases, the, Amer the solo songbook uh, tablature and, and, and chords and lyrics. Uh, it's great, great stuff. Check that out. And whether you heard this on um, my website, michaelgaither.com, or up in iTunes, or Facebook, or Twitter, or somewhere on the internet, or you caught this um, being broadcast over Grateful Dread Radio Nashville or KC Cafe Radio, thank you for downloading streaming clicking whatever the popular the correct verb is for finding this stuff we really appreciate it and it's always just a, it's a real thrill to be able to take some time and kind of show off these really cool artists that i've kind of stumbled across and been able to talk to a little bit so i hope you enjoy it at least half as much as i do we're going to end with uh, a song off cozy's latest record pretty bird this is a driving song and i think it's my new favorite driving song um, it's about Boston, but I think it applies to any bad driver anywhere. Uh, this is called Welcome to Boston off Cozy Sheridan's release, Pretty Bird. 
Thanks again for listening to Songs of Stories. I'm Michael Gaither. We'll talk to you next time on Songs of Stories. Take care. And once more, here's Cozy Sheridan. I returned to the land where I was born Where the cautious driver is scorned Where they believe in the hand and in the horn And if the social fabric gets torn Well, they got places to go And things to do That are on the other side of you Important people coming through And you're in their way Welcome to Boston Have a nice day Occasional insult gets hurled When they are late for ruling the world And you might think that you should go first But the master of the universe Is on the phone and on the wheel He's closing in while he closes his deal He's on task and you're in his way Welcome to Boston Have a nice day Welcome to Boston Have a nice day They have a busy life plan The reins are in their hand And who's really happy? Life is just stress They have medication They do not need rest They just need you to get out of their way Welcome to Boston Have a nice day. Welcome to Boston. Have a nice day.